Welcome to Dr. Three, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard rank ladder. I am your host, Daring Alkaline, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Grandmasters and Master Scorecaster, Dragon Rider, and of course, our resident, Major Death. <laughs> All right, we've got... We've got an exciting show in front of us. Uh, Mage and I don't really know what, what we're in for, but I'm no. excited. Yes. I'm excited, and that's what's uh, important. Yes. Dragon Rider has, has, has put together a little game show for us here a little later on during the main topic, so we have that to look forward to. But we're going to jump right into last week's poll question. We asked you, are you enjoying the meta more or less than before the Throne of Tides mini set? We had 28 votes. Thank you to all of you that voted. And with 46.4% said about the same. So no more or less than you were before the mini set went live. Uh, 28.6 of you said less than before so you're not having quite as much fun 25 percent then said they were having more fun than they were having before the mini set so about about what i guess i guess um about, about 50 50 there a little bit about you know about the same above and below and most people saying about the same so that's interesting. I, I I don't know what I was expecting, but I suppose I should have been expecting about this. Yeah, that sounds about right. We we tend not to see anything but the negative in social media, so I think maybe if I was if I would have guessed, I would have guessed people having less fun than before would have been a little bit higher based on that, but. We 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 did not get that when when it when it pulled out this week. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I, I yeah. do want to. I agree. That's what I was expecting too. I was expecting yeah. it to be super negative, just because it seemed like all over Twitter and stuff was. But it's we good did, to know that did, people are enjoying it. Yeah, we did get a couple of replies. Forest Bates said there are sunken city and core cards he's already tired of seeing, and the mini set didn't really do enough to change that. I can concur with that feeling. And D-Style messaged us saying, Everyone I know that has gotten Legend this month has used a different deck. To me, that's the sign of a good meta. So a couple extra thoughts uh, kind of expounding on on their votes. Yeah. It's... That actually makes me think. Have, have you guys hit Legend this month yet? Or close? No, I'm still in diamond, th like five to three. I don't. I think I've gotten to three you once. You were, you were diamond four earlier today when I hit diamond four. So I, okay, I think we both might be pretty much in the same neck of the woods. Yeah, I, yeah, that sounds about right to me. Yeah, I just hit legend today. Oh, congratulations! Okay. So, I I didn't like, catch all of your I, stream. I yeah, it's but I, I'm just kind of curious because talking about people enjoying the meta more or less or about the same, like, I feel like that also kind of corresponds for people like us who push for legend every month and do that. I know even Daring has said, uh, like earlier this this year, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we're in June. Mm -hmm. I don't even know time was, anymore. <laughs> I think it was, was it last month that you didn't? Yeah, get to legend because you were not real thrilled with how the meta felt. Well, that yeah, that and COVID and time, and yeah, being sick, yeah. yeah, yeah, and bad luck. I had, I had terrible luck last month. Like, I'm not blaming it solely on luck, but I had terrible luck last month, and it's it's that <laughs> there's really nothing else that can describe my ladder experience month last month than other other than it was terribly unlucky because i hit like final bosses like four different times and like three of the four times it was good matchups when i hit it and i still lost so mm. like yep yeah, it's just it just is what it is i was having trouble finding a deck uh the last couple days i've been playing the the new version of the fell demon hunter with Caria and zeleg um, I am an expert at drawing Z-Lag, 
and having it in my hand by turn three, which basically turns off Caria actually doing anything useful beyond just being a six mana six six. So, uh, but I've managed to get to Diamond Four with it. So um, I, I think it's the deck I'm going to keep playing uh, for the rest of the month and see if I can get there. But what did you what did you play to actually get over the hump and get into Legend today? Then that exact deck that you just mentioned okay. <laughs> the okay. demon hunter yeah i was playing a lot of like not the jackpot rogue but i was playing the like just maestro tempo kind of pirate mm-hmm. rogue yeah yeah like, like, the tempo version um before and it it did get me far actually last week i got to the point of hitting my final boss and then lost and then ended up kind of falling back to like three, almost four, and then kind of had to work my way back up. Um, mm, okay. But I, it's been kind of interesting. So it always makes me wonder when we're talking about like people enjoying the meta or about the same, how it impacts people doing things like pushing for legend or pushing for certain ranks, because it's like, you know, if you're not enjoying it, sometimes that's when people are like, I'm just not even going to try, you know? So it, yeah. it always Mm -hmm. makes me kind of curious i push you know just because it's like well i stream it and i do all this content so like i kind of just make myself get there and i think this month i was just kind of feeling like eh, like whatever i'm not like there's not a deck that i've fallen in love with where the last couple of months like i've really loved mech paladin and so i was like yeah i'm playing this and it was great games and it fit my play style and pushed and or like the so, elemental shaman, I know that you really, you yeah, re- do you really liked and you were doing really well <laughs> with it for a long time uh, last mm-hmm. year. Um, so yeah, I yeah, it's been it's been tough. It feels like whenever I'm playing, I'm playing against something that feels like an absolute counter to what I've been playing. But I've been just continuing to cue the demon hunter deck and uh, to try and get to. 500 wins with it and it just so happens that now i'm starting to get a hang of the matchups and 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 having a little bit of luck you know them not having she uh buckler and shield shatter on turn you know four or something and completely clear my board when i have nothing else in hand that sort of thing so yeah well that's good yeah anyway. uh Let's jump into the news there. Okay, let's do it. It's very, very basic news this week. Not much not much going on. Yep. So we have first another server-side patch, 23.4.2, includes arena adjustments, a Battleground Hero update, and a few bug fixes. Um, so what applies to us is uh, fixed a bug where playing uh, Immolate caused subsequent chain effects, multiple effects, on the same trigger, such as Mass Polymorph, to lag, and it fixed a bug where Shatter Shambler affected non-minion uh, entities like Death Rattle weapons. So, hooray! <laughs> um, if you're playing, if you're playing that like naval mine bomb rogue deck, that yeah, that that bug for the Shambler is kind of a yay because you. Because I think it was proccing the death rattle on the, uh, and making the weapon explode right away. Mm-hmm. Because it, it it adds a death rattle based on a death rattle that's triggered, and without you actually getting to attack with it, that would kind of, that would kind of suck. Yeah, lose yeah, out on both charges of the of the weapon. Eight damage, that's damage, right? That's yeah, yeah, that's four damage per swing. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a lot. So. I don't know how I feel about enabling Mine Rogue, but here, well, let's go. All right. And then <laughs> we have two new bundles and a return of uh, several heroes to the shop. Uh, so first we have Butler Anduin Bundle, a new priest skin, tier two, plus five priest card packs containing priest cards from current standard expansion, and Ilhoof Illidan Bundle. That's kind of hard to say. Uh, a yeah. new Demon Hunter skin, tier two, five Demon Hunter card packs containing Demon Hunters from the current standard expansion. And we have returning hero portraits. We have Sylvanas Windrunner uh, set for $10 or 1,500 gold. Um, so returning Hunter skin, tier one, Banshee Queen card back, and initially available December 2019. 
The Thunder King hero set, uh, $10 or 1,500 gold. A returning shaman skin, tier one, from uh, plus the stolen thunder card back. And then we have Dame Hazel Bar, hero set to uh, for $10 or 1,500 gold. Returning druid skin, uh, tier one. Um, and then it is comes with the Dame Hazel Bar card back. And finally, Sir Anoyo. $1,500 gold. Sadly, it costs the same, even though it comes with no card back. Unfortunate. So. Yeah, so this is the the ones with uh, Sylvanas, the Thunder King, and Dame Hazelbark. That's actually, you save 300 gold by getting them through this bundle, as opposed to getting the, you know, crafting the hero and crafting the card back separately. So there is an advantage to getting those this way if you are interested in doing them. Um, and then, yeah, the bundle, Anduin and Ilhuf, Illidan are both $10, and there's not a gold option available for you to get those. Yeah, well, it is, uh, it's definitely, it's nice that they're bringing those back, right? It's, I mean... Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sylvanas one especially, because yeah. I feel like I feel like Sylvanas is a character that a lot of people like, and and when you're if you are coming to the game, that's going to be a that that hero portrait is something that you're probably going to want if you if you don't have it, and so having that available on a you know every six months or something to to allow for newer players to the game to be able to pick that up. I think is a really good idea. Yeah, I agree. So, I think I it's... I don't think I actually got the Sylvanas one. I think I missed it, because I thought she was available a little bit longer. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see that back. Because uh, I'm definitely going to make sure out. I get it this time. <laughs> yeah, there <laughs> yeah. you go. So. It's, uh, it's hard, though, because, like, I... So, like, the Illidan one's pretty cool. But the Arana hero portrait from the from the reward track this this uh, this expansion is such a cool looking car hero portrait that I just like I don't know that I would ever play the Illidan because I think I think I am a an Arana demon hunter gamer from now on. That's how much I like that portrait. It is just so cool. Uh, the colors and then the giant like war war glaive that she that she's holding is just so so cool. It is. It's very very cool. I like that skin a lot too. So yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, not much news this week, so that concludes our news section. Yeah, I went yeah. looking for deck guides. I went looking for any any other sort of things that we could talk about in the news segment. There really wasn't much of anything. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. it's It kind of just feels like uh, one of those times where we've kind of somewhat recently had, had some new stuff, had, you know, patch, had mini sets. And now we're kind of just in the like the downtime before we get the next thing. So, mm-hmm. uh, and as we kind of talked about with the poll question, I guess, and and one of uh, what was it? Oh, one of the answers, uh, Forest, talking about how it didn't feel like you know a lot of the cards really changed the meta. So. You know, in terms of deck guides and, and things like that, content-wise, it's kind of very similar to what we had before. So it feels like people aren't really, you know, putting a lot of stuff out for, like, oh, hey, here's this new deck, because it's, <laughs> like, the same right. one we had. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I will say, I guess, for, uh, for tournaments, I just wanted to... Uh, Thank everybody who participated or checked out uh, my most recent tournament that just happened this past Sunday. Uh, it was a Conquest Best of Five double elimination. And uh, <laughs> my naive self was like, this is going to be like four to six hours. But, you know, at that time, I was 
I had only seen like 18 people sign up. So I thought this isn't going to be too bad. <laughs> but by the time we started, uh-huh. 57 people had signed up. Ooh. 39 people were checked in. <laughs> Who? That was a ten and a half hour broadcast. <laughs> it was a very long stream. Ooh. Yeah, so uh, it was it was um, myself, uh, nice Jewish owl, and Bridgetus and uh, Bridget and Owl and I kind of rotated out casting, so we at least got some breaks in there. But it was a very long tournament, so I really really appreciated uh, everybody that played in that and everybody that stopped by that that stream. And there will be another one coming up uh next friday the 24th as well same format and all of that if you want to uh, play in that as well so yeah uh it's exciting so make sure it's in the notes and i'll uh make sure we uh plug it yeah yeah absolutely now you guys alluded to it earlier <laughs> so <laughs> as has already said right there's there's not a lot of news we, t- we considered maybe doing a deck thing, but it's like, ah, do we really want to dive in? Do we want to do that? Not sure. And then I thought, you know what? Let's have some fun this week. I feel like it's been a while since we've done like a game show type episode. So I thought this will be a lot of fun. And uh, I have kind of put together some, I-, I have a couple different categories and I've put together some questions in there. So uh, I have a stat related category a matchup category and just kind of general deck categories all right okay (laughs) and i and i tell for all for all our listeners and viewers at home major death and daring do not know any of these questions i specifically did not put any of them into the show notes (laughs) and i told them i didn't want them to even see the questions ahead of time Uh, that's correct we are going in 100 percent blind completely blind (laughs) so you get to see just how how smart we are off the top of our head Mm -hmm. which i don't know if i like this i don't know if i like my odds here (laughs) okay I, I think you guys will do great. I'm okay. excited for this. And uh, everybody following along at home, if you want to uh, play along as well, I'd love to get you know your answers and stuff, see how well you did. If you knew these things, if you had to look them up, if you were close, let us know in the Discord. I think that would be a lot of fun. So uh, I'll stick with the topics. I don't want to like jump around uh, between topics. So first up, we're going to do the stat section. Okay. okay, so for, for these questions, and I have some info here, I did use statistics from uh, HS Replay and a little bit from Vicious Syndicate, so that is where these are coming from. So the first question I'll post in our show notes. According to HS Replay, in Platinum through Legend ranks, what is the card that appears in the highest percentage of decks? Okay. And I have a hint if you guys want it. I I I do not want it. I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I, how, how you feeling about this one, Mage? <laughs> uh, I don't like being put on the spot like this. That's what, that's how I'm feeling. I uh, uh, I I I I am. I mean, pretty if. if If Daring does not want a hint, then I guess we're going to try and answer this question without a hint and see how terrible my answer actually is. Okay. Let me, let me know when you're ready for it. Go ahead. I, I would, I would ask you a question. Can anyone spell Zinajari? (laughs) That is correct. Yes. (laughs) All right. Well, I thought we were both. I thought we were both going to answer, and then and then we. But oh. is it just going back and forth like this? Then is oh yeah, we could works? do it that way. We could e- either way. Whoever gets the most correct answers at the end—that's how we would. Uh, okay. Yeah, we could do that. We could do that. I didn't know. If I would. I would have. <laughs> well, I, I'm not saying it needs to be competitive either. I'm just saying it could be competitive, like. Uh, like whose line is it anyway? Competitive, where you know, <laughs> points don't matter. But that's right. You yes, know, you get points, but the points <laughs> don't matter. I would have said school teacher as well. So I, I think uh, yeah, neutral yeah. minion, 
non-legendary. In every so, deck under just, the sun. Yeah, okay, <laughs> you know, that, that that card makes a lot of sense because it, it can yeah. go in in aggressive style decks like that fell demon hunter deck that is pretty aggressive it can go in more controlling decks like the control warrior deck uh you've seen it in shaman seen it in mage seen it you know any of the naga decks tend to want to run it as well and and like pretty much everybody's got spells that they want in the one to three mana range that they would like to get a to be able to pay one mana for so School teacher makes makes a lot of sense that that would be the the highest played card. I say I can't remember yeah. the I, I, like I've literally seen it in every class I've played against. So like, yeah. hunter, same priest. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I I can't think of a class that warlock, a, shaman. I think yeah. I think druid might be the only class that I can think of that okay. isn't necessarily <laughs> not, running right? it. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Druid is not running yeah. it. They didn't get anything that works with Nagas, did they? No. Listed Hunter, Hunter did. Yeah, Mage yeah. has stuff. Fell Demon Hunter has stuff. Like, I didn't even think about Druid. I keep forgetting Druid's a class now because it's not really. I wish I could. Too. I mean, I don't. I I wouldn't say that you really see it in Rogue that much either. Mm. Though yeah, I think fair. when people were kind of doing like that Highlander. Uh, Highlander deck they may have tried putting it in there and I mean I think even Warlock is is in the in the um, in like the the curse deck are running the are running the school teachers so especially after the buff right because now um, uh, because now you can find the one card because it's three mana yeah the the um dragged dragged <laughs> below the there deal four damage to a minion give your opponent an abyssal curse yes. so yeah so really druid and a kind of rogue uh would be the two classes out of the 10 that aren't running school teacher aren't yeah. really running school teacher that's yes okay well how how about this so in that question i asked in Platinum through Legend ranks, which card appears in the highest percentage of decks? Do either of you want to take a stab at which card appears the most in Bronze through Gold? Uh, it's not the same card, I will say that, just so you... Because you, I, I did separate those. Okay, and you don't have to... This one's going to be more difficult, but I have a guess. But uh, I will wait for Mage to lock in his answer. <laughs> And I'll let him, let's let have Mage answer first, because I answered first last time. Um, That is, so, before, so before it got nerfed, I would have said Puffer Fist might have been the card, but right now I'm going to say it's Vicious Slither Sphere. Okay. My guess was raid the docks the warrior quest okay i don't think i I will say neither of those answers are correct and i don't think that i would have gotten this one either but i really like those guesses slither spear i'm surprised that that wasn't higher (laughs) i really feel like slither spear is like all over the place the other card that I would have said I could would have thought of is maybe Amalgam of the Deep. Ah, would have been the other card. That's a good answer too. That is the correct answer. That's oh, the correct oh, okay. <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Doesn't doesn't count because it's my second guess. But yeah, that one makes sense too because it, it is an epic card, and so from that point of view, it, it felt like maybe it was from a cost standpoint getting it in there but Mm -hmm. at the same time it works in mech decks it works in naga decks it works you know control versus aggro it's Mm -hmm. it 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 makes perfect sense that that would be that would be the card Mm -hmm. all right so the next question in our stats category here is since the most recent patch what three classes dominate the Diamond Five through Legend ranks? Okay, I mean, 
I know I know at least two of the three answers. I'm trying to remember what number three is. Uh I know post that question in the notes here so I can look at it. Oh yes. Sorry. Forgot to copy paste that. I know what I am selecting as my three. So whenever you're ready, Mage. Because like I don't think I, I don't think me thinking about these are gonna help me too much, so I know two of the three for sure. Okay, I've got the three classes that I am going to going to say. Okay. I think we can all agree on Demon Hunter. We can all agree on Rogue. And then I think the third is going to be Paladin. Okay, Mage. I I was going to say Demon Hunter, Paladin, and Warrior. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess Warrior could be in there, too. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> you both I guess the got question... two-thirds. <laughs> yeah. I guess the question is, is do- what does dominate mean? Does it mean best win per- like best win rate or, or most popular? Because I uh, guess the, that would have made a difference. The highest win percentages. Okay. 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 So what? So yeah, best best win rates. So is it Demon Hunter, Paladin, and or what? What is the answer? Are you guys ready? Yeah. Well, we yeah we both guessed and we both guessed incorrectly (laughs) on the on it. Yeah. So it's it's Warrior, Rogue, Demon Hunter. Okay. Uh, Paladin, not surprisingly, Paladin is not in that list. Yes. But I knew Rogue and Demon. I knew for a fact Rogue and Demon Hunter were there. Yeah, and and I don't fault either of you for for listing Paladin because that's what I would have thought too. Uh, so I, I will say the Vicious Syndicate uh, Data Reaper report that came out on June 9th does show that Paladin was actually higher over Demon Hunter for the first week of the month. Mm-hmm. So and and in some of them it's a little close. Um, and that was at the Diamond 1 to Diamond 4, not all the way through Legend. Um, but if you look at like some of the other ranks, uh, Demon Hunter is a little bit less popular and Paladin is more popular. So that could lead into like what Mage was listing earlier, like mechs, right? It could be Mech Paladin or people could yeah. be trying out more of that Holy Paladin. Um, and it was kind of interesting because... I actually saw that uh, on HS Replay at Diamond 10, Curse Warlock was more popular than Demon Hunter. <laughs> no. I don't, you know why? It's, the, I, count the, I, count the, I count that a little bit less because it's a floor. People play, people play stuff they want to play on the floor. <laughs> yeah. I, I think also, uh, if you look at, I, I I feel like just thinking of the deck lists, there's probably also more players who have the cards to be able to put together the Curse Warlock deck than the Demon Hunter right now because of things like needing Caria. And if you look at lists that have like the Caria plus Zillag plus Jace, like it starts to become a lot of epics and legendaries as well. So mm-hmm. that could be that could be something as well. Um, but I just I thought it was really interesting because. Yeah, definitely, like, Paladin. And I would say even a couple of weeks ago, Paladin had to have been way more, you know, way more popular and probably a little bit of a higher win rate. But uh, Rogue and Demon Hunter are really kind of edging out below that warrior. Okay. All right. And our final question in the stats category. At Legend Ranks on HS Replay, what is the highest-kept warrior card during the mulligan phase? So at Legend, what warrior card is kept the most during the mulligan? Okay. I I, knew, I, I have my answer right away, so... Am I am I saying first or yeah. are you? Go ahead. 
I'm going to say it's from the depths. I would second from the depths. A million points, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was going to say the only the only other like, card I think that in my mind would have come close would have been Sir Spinley. So, yeah, I think when I was looking, it kind of pulled all of the cards together. Um, the page that I was looking at, and I think the next highest one, which I don't know why it wasn't at a one hundred percent win rate, was uh, Raid the Docks. that's fair i'm not sure why you would like (laughs) i I get that there was a time where you wouldn't where you there were instances in the past with the quest where you would mulligan it away in certain matchups but i feel like right now with the current iteration of quests that i i don't know of a situation where i would mulligan away the quest in any given matchup, it's like if you're gonna play raid the docks, play raid the docks. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I just I, I was looking and I thought this one is really interesting because I think initially looking at it, and I think I, I don't remember what we rated from the depths. Uh, maybe like whatever average. it was, it wasn't high enough, probably because <laughs> yeah, because that card is so good. This to me, it feels very much like uh, a couple of metas ago when Mage was super popular. Like before, how many times did uh did that card get nerfed? Oh gosh, the one that discounted all your spells. Ah, uh, in Cantor's Flow. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like it got nerfed at, Like twice. that was the one. It doesn't matter. Like, what the rest of your hand is, it doesn't matter if you're going first or second. It doesn't matter what the matchup is. Like, you kept that card. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this, like, I, I mean, from the depths, I think when I pulled it up, it was showing uh, like a 96-something or a 98% kept rate. Like, very, yeah. very high. Yeah. I and mean, it, And it's... I think the only time you throw one away is when you already have you know when you have two yeah you don't ne- you don't need to you don't need to do both of them yeah that's 15 mana discount for three yeah 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 and so a way to access it with sir finley so like yeah, yeah it's it's real good yeah or um lava gorger Mm-hmm. Right, that dredges as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, so you yep. can follow up and and dredge something that you've discounted. Um, but I, I just I think like mulligans and card choices and mulligans are very interesting. So uh, I, I just I, I expected it to be high, but I didn't expect it to be like, that high of a percentage. So if uh, if you're all listening to this and you are facing off against a warrior and they keep <laughs> something, any cards they. they... <laughs> You expect could probably from expect it, yeah, from the <laughs> yes. Depths, yeah. All, All right. right, round one complete. Woo! And now we're yep. moving on to a new round two. Yeah, new category. So I've got some questions about some matchups. Contesting, okay. I know. This oh God! <laughs> some oh matchup God. knowledge, and then we can kind of talk about maybe like why these matchups are the way that they are. Are you ready? Uh, Let's see. Are we it. picking like who has the advantage in a matchup? That sort of thing. Like, yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. Each of the questions I've got four here. They each are about which deck is favored in a specific matchup. So. Okay. Okay. All right, gentlemen. In a match between Boar Priest and Control Warrior, which deck is favored? Boar Priest. Sorry. <laughs> it's Boar Priest. It's just Boar Priest. Combo it's, beats it's control. Like a, it's 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 like a an eighty twenty two, isn't it? If I remember right, or like it's a seventy thirty. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I I would have said for priest as well. That is correct. Yes. <laughs> so let let's talk about that for a minute. So, daring, I know you definitely uh, play a lot of priest. <laughs> uh, can you give us a little bit of insight into kind of what's what that matchup is like, like what, how, how is it the boar priest is so favored in that matchup? Because that like mage just said, it's, it's a really drastic. So it's, win, it's a, co- it's a combo matchup, 
right? It's combo versus control. And it's the traditional that control just wants to hang on and like eke out the value where it can, where a combo deck like Boar Priest is drawing its entire deck and just getting towards its win condition. And as a lot of tools to do that, and the warrior's not plying, pl- putting on that much pressure, no matter how hard it tries, it can't put on that much pressure. Then you hit sort of a thousand truths. Even if the warrior has like 40 armor, you have Zyrella in your deck. So you get to do 45 damage worth of swings and then re-equip the sword seven times. <laughs> that animation's slow, by the way. It takes a long time for that. That's most of your turn. <laughs> Don't know if you've seen that before, but it is. Um, but yeah. yeah, and then it's just... They, they can't do anything. They literally cannot do anything to you. It's just Warrior... Unless they have played to the depths twice... And save Surf Lee for that specific occasion. But, like, if they're doing that, they're not doing a lot of other things. So, I, it's just, it, there's just not enough pressure. You need pressure to, to, to knock down Boar Priest because Boar Priest is going to ignore you. They're going to clear small boards with the Wild Pyromancer. They're going to draw all their cards to cycle their amulets and, like, Turn eight, they're going to put up the Sword of a Thousand Truths, and it's just game over. There's there's not a lot of decks that can even remotely have a chance at finishing it once you put it up. So Yeah, there there's just not the like if you look at if you look at the minions that are in the control warrior deck, they they kind of they kind of act as removal in addition to the removal that's already in the deck. So the deck is stacked with removal tools and it's stacked with armor gain. And it's doing that because it wants to effectively uh, run you out of resources, the, the, the opponent of the control warrior. The problem that it runs into is, is Boar Priest doesn't really have minions that it cares about. And in fact, the minions that it cares about, it wants them to die in the boars themselves. So it sets a, and, and it's got a lot of card draw. It's got a lot of card draw. Between the Northshire Cleric, you've got the, the Naga that draws three cards when you've healed. And, and handmaiden. Or casted spells, Handmaiden mm-hmm. as well. And, and it has, it has removal spells. It has, you know, it's got the, the wild pyromancer, so it can deal with small to mid-sized things. And so when you've got, like, when your big minion, when you're, like, when a lot of your minions are, like, the Lava Gorger that's 3-5, you know, the the 4-5 dragon that removes a minion, you know, you've got, you do have weapon charges, yes. You have Nelly. Nelly is, like, the most pressure you can actually put on. And that's if they haven't silenced the boat, so you don't get, so you get the yeah, one hundred percent mana, and 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 Boar Priest is running silence, so it's it's like because it wants the to be able to to trade and that sort of thing. So, so yeah, you have this like you have the Tidal Revenant, you have like the um, the Alexstrasza, you have you have some of those things. But only one of those can come down a turn, and when you have only one of those that can come down a turn, a lot of times the uh, the the priest is going to be able to deal with it, and so so they can just stall, like the warriors trying to stall, but they can but but their win condition is a fifteen attack weapon, and and you don't have and, and as the warrior you don't have. Thank you both. That was that was very good in depth. I I don't know. I love like tying in the like strategy stuff to this. So I was like, hmm, let's talk about these things while we do these questions. Okay. Are you ready for the next one? Okay. Next we have in a match between Boar Priest and Fell Demon Hunter, which deck is favored? I would say it's the Fell Demon Hunter. 
So I would also um, say that it's the Fell Demon Hunter, but it's not like a huge margin. Like yeah, it's I, not Morpheus Control Warrior. No, matchup. no, no. This is it's this like is more of like a 55-45 sort of thing. Because I've I've played the matchup and I've won the matchup with Borpriest, but I've lost it more. And let's put it this way: I'm not an expert with Borpriest, but um, Borpriest can definitely keep the board clear early on, and it can and can heal and. Boy does boy does that steam demon hunters buns when you heal that much. So mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't think it's an easy matchup for the fell demon hunter, but I would think that they have the advantage. Yes. Fell demon hunter is favored. Uh the stats on HS replay for for what this is worth at legend show that Boar Priest is only 36% into Fell Demon Hunter. Mm, uh, so a better yeah. matchup for Fell Demon Hunter than I thought. So yeah, it, they're, And again, it could be that about, people don't know how to play the matchup necessarily as well, either. And yeah. there, there is always that that could factor into. So I think, I think as the Fell Demon Hunter, you do sort of try and swarm the deck when it when it's boar priest uh you know you know that they're gonna have some removal tools they're gonna have the the wild pyromancer with the, with the plague card You're, they're going to have zarella presumably they're going to have the silence but they only have so many copies of each of those right and and what and so as the fell demon hunter you're trying to put as much pressure on as you can to force them to use those tools in a way that that then allows for the next board not to be able to be easily exactly. Removed. If you can pile yeah, on the pressure and waves with Fell uh, Demon Hunter, if you can do that efficiently, yeah, I feel like you're favored. Because because it, it, it it's worrisome when you're the boar priest and you see the you you see the the fossil come out and they're they're drawing fell spells every turn when they're attacking and then maybe they're adding. You know the the uh, oh god I forgot what it's called it's the uh, the two mana that gives you the one ones uh, vanguard the, ba- yeah the vanguard so they do that you see some of those out there and it looks like it's this prime target for a wild pyromancer turn right or something like that or they feel like they need to use some of that removal and then you then maybe you throw down like the the school teacher right and then it's a bigger minion and then they have to figure out how to deal with that and then you get to play caria the following turn and then they get they're taking damage every turn they got a you got a bunch of minions on the board and you know you've got the the rushers from the hero card and then you know you're casting all these fell spells and then you've got jace and i think that's that's where this really finishes is you you've probably casted you know six or more fell spells and then you get to play jason get to replay all of those and and a lot of times when i've won against priests it's because i've been able to get you know 10 12 attack as as the demon hunter on the jace turn and can finish off a game that way so you do have sort of a little combo thing at the end that can help you win games. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, it's uh pretty interesting. I don't feel like I've uh, been seeing a lot of boar priest myself. I know Mage you and I were kind of talking about the fact that like that's what we've kind of been playing lately is the Fell Demon Hunter. I haven't right. seen very many boar priests, though, so I haven't no. gotten to really encounter this, but I think it is because uh, some of the matchups are are not as great right now for boar priests. It's a little bit more difficult to play and really understand exactly what you need to do. And uh, some of the matchups, like we just talked about, like, you know, really bad uh, for the control mm-hmm. warrior, but then it's, like, pretty bad for the priest uh, against Feldy H, so... It's like a matter of, do you really want to play it on ladder? Do you not? All right. What's the next one? All right. Here we go. The next one is 
in a match between Holy Paladin and Thief Rogue, which deck is favored? Oh, this is... <laughs> I had to throw some, like, non-priest. Yeah. No, <laughs> non no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, this is significantly harder than the other two you've asked so far. Uh... I have my guess, so made you get to. Yeah, I have my guess. I I answered Fell Demon Hunter first in the last. Okay, one, so you, uh, get to, you get to. I I am going to go out on a limb and say Paladin. I don't know if that's right, but. I, I'm going to actually agree with that. I think that Holy Paladin has a slight edge in the matchup against Thief Rogue. Okay. Any uh, any reasonings why? Just out of curiosity. Why, I think why? The, rem- the, the removal tools that, uh, that like, you have equality, you have, um, you know, city tax, you've got the Blademaster Samuro, You've got, um, you also have some healing and you have some big taunts. So that's why I would lean towards the Holy Paladin. Yeah, it's just, it's that control versus like mid-rangey aggressive style deck. So like, I thought the chances are um, at the games that they don't have the gnolls on like turn two, they might have the advantage, and so that's why I. That's kind of why I thought it might be, but I don't know. This one's rough. It could go either way. <laughs> Are you second guessing yourself because I asked what your reason? Well, the no, fa- no. yeah, the fact that you <laughs> asked the question has me totally second guessing myself. No, no, I'm second guessing myself before I answered because I was like, I, I, I feel like Rogue might be. The answer, but I feel like this could be a trick question, so that's why I went with Paladin. Well, you both are absolutely correct. It is the Paladin, but (laughs) this one is much closer. Yeah. So, uh, again, HS Replay is showing at Legend Rank across all regions that Holy Paladin is a little over 57% favored versus Thief Rogue. So it it is a much closer. It's not like that, you know, 30, (laughs) 70. Like, this is like... 57 43 kind of but yeah absolutely there's a lot more removal uh i would also say that in addition to the removal the carry-all weapon does uh, alleviate a lot of the damage that would be taken from the rogue as well uh the only case is if the rogue is playing a viper and can remove that and then still have enough damage to kind of push through Mm. but there's a ton of removal there's a ton of healing the carryel kind of negates a lot of the yeah. damage. There's a little bit of rush as well. There's divine shields with taunt yeah. with like the simmer, shimmering sunfish is in there. You've got the Leviathan in there with rush. You have the 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 four mana carryel as well. Mm-hmm. So there's there's rush stuff. There's removal stuff. There and then the burst yeah, damage. I mean, there's the yeah, burst damage then, with Garden's Grace and Smite too. Like so that's yeah, just right. like. Like, as we know, as they always say, you know, like, in Rogue, damage is usually permanent. So, I'm saying that because we have Thief Rogue and they're, you never know what they're going to generate. But, you know. And they also typically run that Immortalized in Stone, too, which is like three taunts in one card. And so, that's not an easy card for Rogue to get through either. Yeah, I would also say as well that uh, either the four or five health null, I think Paladin out of a lot of the classes has an easier time dealing with the null mm-hmm. uh, over some decks as well. So, like, Righteous defense. I <laughs> yeah, absolutely that, hate that, that freaking is, card. That has been like VIP in... Uh, we saw it a lot in the tournament. Uh, this is why. Uh, in the tournament that I hosted on Sunday... There was a lot. People were like discovering and and picking that righteous defense left and right, and it was putting in a lot of work. Um, but especially against Thief Rogue, right? There's some pretty good targets if they have a buffed up Edwin. You can answer that pretty easily. Even Krabatoa gets answered. Uh, it mm-hmm. did go out a couple of times against Knolls, but even thinking about 
if a null comes down, makes a trade into a small minion, Mage, you mentioned Cariel, even the four mana Cariel, just being able to rush out and answer a null. Yep, uh, if yeah. it comes down without trading into something and you even just get one buff onto that Cariel, that's got five health and divine shield or five attack and a divine shield that answers that easily. So yeah, it's um it's a little bit closer of a matchup, but Holy Paladin has a lot of the tools to kind of deal with the Frog. All right. Final one. Last matchup. Yeah. Let's do <laughs> okay. it. All right. In a match between Naga Mage and Charge Warrior, which deck is favored? Okay. Throw a little bit of more kind of off meta, not the, the popular ones that we're talking about. I'm Are gonna we, say is this is this Naga Ping Mage or is this Naga Ignite Mage? Uh that is Ping. Okay. Naga Ping Mage. Alright, go ahead, Mage. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's the Charge Warrior that has a slight advantage against the Naga Mage. Um, I would second that. I think I think that's one of the tougher matchups for Naga Ping Mage. So, just don't think the Charge Warrior has enough minions that you're really gonna get to ping. So it's going to be a little bit harder without Wildfire. To really be able to to get that going, though I, I'm concerned that the fact that you could just you know turn six be able to go off with a siren, but they have presumably ways of answering that with Buckler Shield Shatter. So, yep. so I think I think it's the Charge Warrior because they've got some armor, they've got some removal tools. And then they've got a combo that they they can pretty reliably get to. You guys are too good at this. Charge <laughs> Warrior is correct. Yeah, <laughs> you were worried. You've gotten them all. Yeah, it's just, it's just one of those things that like the one of the ma- one of Naga Mage's biggest threats um, is the board it builds with with the uh, the Siren turn and. Nothing has more than five health. Shield Shatter clears it up. And then and then Warrior has actual like Charge Warrior has an actual burst win condition. So it can just come out of nowhere and put the damage. And it doesn't even have to be the full combo. It can chip away at you with weapons throughout the matchup. And then all of a sudden, all you need is Galvin Gar, Faceless Manipulator, there's 18 damage, the match is over. So, like, that can happen a lot quicker than you may realize. Yes. Okay. Okay. That was it for our matchup. Round three. Now, there's only two questions here. They're a little bit more simple. This is just kind of a general uh, thing here. So, the first question is, which deck falls under the Tier 1 category under HS Replay for all ranks diamond and above so like diamond through legend what deck is there more than one answer is this just a no just one just one okay so tier one we'll specify at legend uh i believe it shows two decks okay tier one but everything in the diamond ranks it was only showing one as tier one okay all right i have my guess all right all right all right i had two ideas but i'm gonna go with what i think it might be is naga demon hunter or you know Fell Naga Demon Hunter. I'm going to say Thief Rogue. 
I like that answer. <laughs> Fell Demon Hunter is the one that it does list. But yeah. I would not have guessed that. I actually would have gone with Mage. I would have guessed Rogue as well. Or I would have even said Warrior just because I feel like that's... Yeah, no, that that was the about other... Warrior. That was the other one because you said through Legend. And I'm like, I Warrior's yeah. got to be up there a little bit more in Legend. But in all ranks... Felt Demon Hunter is got to be the easier, you know, the easier yeah. deck to figure out. Yeah, no, I, I guess I didn't. Th- I, I was thinking more about Legend than I was about Diamond Ranks. So that's yeah, yeah, and and you know when I was looking at these stats, I mean, like the Legends, you know, uh, at all regions and looking at the pop, like the popularity, they're all. I mean, within like you know two to three percent of each other so like they're all very popular so it's kind of a a toss-up there but yeah fell demon hunter and it's kind of interesting because i i don't know if there's like a switch you know that kind of goes off because uh remember i mentioned earlier where the diamond 10 warlock is actually more popular than uh than demon hunter and then it kind of starts to make the shift as the kind of ranks progress from Diamond 10. As it gets closer to Diamond 5, it kind of has this switch over where then Demon Hunter really starts picking up and becomes more and more popular. So it's it's kind of an interesting, uh, interesting thing to look at. Okay. Are you ready for the last question? Let's do it. Last question. All right. How many seven-cost cards are included in the most common Control Warrior lists? So we're talking, like, if they're they're running, like, Title Revenant, two copies of it, that counts as two, right? As opposed to just one. Um, no, I I would say just. Just count count it as one. Yeah. Different cards. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And if you would rather, you can list <coughs> which seven cost cards are included. Either way. You're up first, mage. So it's Revenant, it's Nelly, it's the Rakara Hero card, it's um, the Anixia. Seven or more, or is it seven? You said seven or more, right? No, just oh, seven. Oh, just cost seven. Exactly, yes. Okay, so then it's just... Two Nelly and Nelly and the hero card. That is what I was going to say as well. That's the only two I could think of. I thought you were asking how many oh. seven or above are in oh, the deck. No. no, my my apologies. No, exactly seven cost. Oh, mutinous. Mutinous, mutinous. Yes, mutinous is so the yeah, third one. It's three. It's three. Yes, it's a neutral. Yes, that is that is correct. Yes, Mutinous, Nelly, and the Rakara, the Valorous are the three. I feel like when I've been playing, especially against Warrior, I feel like the seven costs are kind of those things where... I don't know why, for some reason for me, it's like those come up the most. Like, okay, turn seven is a big swing turn. And you think about it, Mutinous, if they drop Mutinous on seven... You have to worry about what minions are in your hand. If they're going to play Nelly, do you have some sort of response for, you know, their their pirate ship? And if it's Rakara, are you about to try to put some gigantic minion on the board that they're just going to hit into and then that's going to smack you in the face? Also, if they discount it from, from the depths... <laughs> That can be something that can be played on, like, what, turn, turn four? Turn four, yep. Uh, turn so four, that's yeah. another one that I, I feel like really comes up a lot. You think about turn four Rakara or turn four Nelly. 
Uh, turn four Rakara is hard to come I, back from. I yeah, prefer I prefer turn four Nixia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> turn four Ray okay. Boss Nixia. It can happen. Can happen. Get out of here, Darren. Get out of here. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, and uh, also with the seven cost is that even if it gets to turn ten, you can see things like a turn 10 brand plus one of these. So I, I wanted to highlight the seven cost cards because I think those are really kind of some of the key cards and big swing turns that warrior also has. I mean, apart from the, the like removal, but these were kind of key things that uh, I kind of wanted people to, to think about and be aware of when they're playing against warrior, especially, especially in the mirror match, the brand oh, yeah. mutinous is like a, devastating blow so you got to be careful with that in the mirror match i think paladin if you're paladin as well especially when yes. you start getting into that later part of the game you play uh you play cariel you start using that hero power to try to get like the the smite and and buffs going and yeah they can just they can just mutinous that you that 2020 20 spite becomes a 24 24 mutinous <laughs> yeah so, yeah, I just I really wanted to highlight those seven cost cards because I think that those are are very key cards in the warrior deck. But, okay, uh, you guys did great. That was awesome. Fun. Yeah, Thank that you was for, a good time for playing and and putting up with uh, my surprise questions. Hey, that was a great. That was fun. We had a really good time with that. Okay. So I knew more of the answers than I thought I would. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. I, try, I tell you this every time. All right. Mini rant here. Mage, you doubt yourself so much. <laughs> you are so much better of a player than you give yourself credit for. It's true. And and the fact that, like, matchups, for, like, for one thing, I feel like matchups are really hard for me. I struggle with, with just knowing matchups. I have to use those resources like HS Replay. And for me to spit out those questions like that and you to just think about, okay, what is the cards that they use? What are these? How would that play out? And and you were able to hit every single one of those. You got to give yourself credit because that is absolutely fantastic. And uh, mm-hmm. you do not give yourself enough credit. I, I will give you a round of applause. I Yay! And I hope everybody else is as well because that, that was fantastic. You did well, very thank you. well. Thank you for that. Okay. And, and so with that, let us move on to this week's unquiz unquiz show related <laughs> poll question. <laughs> yes. Yes, Th- thank you Dragon Rider for putting together those questions. Thank for you. Us for the, thank for you. The game show portion that was that was fantastic and a lot of fun. We definitely need to do that again sometime soon. Uh for the poll question for this week, we want to know about the the new mini set neutral colossals specifically have you played with any of them since the new the new mini set has gone live so the question have you played with either of the new mini set neutral colossals your answers are yes neptulon only yes azumat only yes both colossals i've played or no neither colossal played so vote. Tell us whether or not you've played with any of the new neutral colossals, and we will share the results on next week's show. Speaking of the show, you can find us on Twitter at Dr3HS. You can email the show at Dr3HS at gmail.com, and you can find and join our Discord by following our top pin tweets. And you can find myself on Twitter at DaringAlkline and Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash DaringAlkline. Dragon Rider, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at DonnieDK, D-A-W-N-I-E-D-K, uh, Twitch and YouTube, DragonRiderDK, and uh, check out Aspire Esports Center on uh, BattleFi to sign up for tournaments. Woo! And Mage, take us home. Sure, you can find me talking about Hearthstone 
uh, Diablo Immortal, because I've been playing a lot of that. Sea of Thieves and all the other games I play at Major Death. You'll also hear about my trip uh, back home to Fargo, North Dakota. So I will not be with you next week. Uh, you are going to have a special guest in my place. So look for that. And then, yeah, we're in the midst of transitioning the phase of the Moon Knight to a new podcast called Comics Over Time, where we're going to take a look at the entire MCU library, movies, TV shows, and the comic books that inspired them. We're starting out uh, with the Jane Foster run of Thor from 2015. That first episode is going to launch on July 6th, and then the following week we're going to do a review of Thor Love and Thunder. So if you're interested in that, look for the Phases of the Moon Knight Twitter account, at Phases of MK. It's going to be changing in the next week or so once we finalize the artwork and I get everything switched over. Uh, but yeah, if you're into MCU, if you're into comic books, if you're into superheroes, please come check it out and join us uh, through what's going to be a very long trek through all of the MCU and, and, and Marvel comics. That is an extensive, extensive look at a lot of material. And I do not envy the task in front of you, but you will have fun talking and yes. reading and reading books. So yeah. awesome. Thank you, everyone, for sticking around for Dragon Rider Quizzes Us this week. And as always, you've been listening to Dr. Three.